In 2017, Alexandra Yingst had a problem. I needed to get to Reykjavik, and I was up here in the West Fjords. Normally, the drive takes around six hours. But this particular day, there was a massive snowstorm. I didn't feel comfortable driving in the snow, and so a friend drove me all the way down to Reykjavik, and what normally takes six hours took many more because we got stuck on a mountain pass in the snow and had to wait for a plow to come dig us out. After about 10 hours in the car, they finally made it, and they checked into a hostel, and exhausted, she plopped herself down at the bar. And there next to her, on the bar, was a cheeseburger and fries. But not a cheeseburger and fries that she could eat. This cheeseburger and fries, they were on display in a glass case, like a guest of honor. With a little sign that said, hello, I am Mr. Burger. And it had been such an awful day. And I just sat at the bar next to this cheeseburger and... It actually made me feel better. It was just such like a a quirky thing. It's so Iceland. This wasn't just any cheeseburger. It was very specifically a McDonald's Big Mac. And it wasn't just any Big Mac either. I'm Dylan Thuris, and this is Atlas Obscura a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. Today, a visit to the last Big Mac in Iceland, and the story it tells about economics and national identity. That's after this. time I took a road trip. How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites— along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. Alexandra might be the perfect person to have ended up sitting next to the last Big Mac in Iceland. She's from Pennsylvania, but has lived in Iceland for years and is getting her Ph.D. in anthropology. And she sees the Big Mac as a cultural artifact. I thought that it was a, a really great way to to talk about how the local and the global interact and 
the greater significance of McDonald's in Iceland. And so it had one aspect of being like this funny thing that just exists here. And it also had this aspect of being a symbol of Iceland's entrance into the modern world. Alexandra just so happened to be studying with a professor who had written a lot about McDonald's in Iceland. My name is Kristi Lofstóttir, and I'm a professor of anthropology at the University of Iceland. After Iceland gained independence from Denmark in 1944, the country spent decades trying to establish itself. Rebuilding its confidence in itself. And just this kind of desire of showing somehow the rest of the world that Iceland, you know, should be recognized as standing on equal footing with uh, powerful European countries. In the early 90s, Kristin says Iceland was becoming a lot more integrated internationally. It joined the European markets, and the Iceland Stock Exchange had just been established. And it might sound odd to an American who grew up with a McDonald's in every town, But when the golden arches show up in a country, it sends a signal that a place has attained a certain economic status, that its residents have enough disposable income to spend on eating out. So when McDonald's opened in Iceland in 1993, it was a big deal. Kristin remembers glowing headlines when news broke that McDonald's would be coming to Iceland. So much celebration going on. I just remember also just the discussion around me, you know, the excitement for this to take place. Iceland's prime minister took a photo biting into a burger on opening day. The economy was booming. Business was better than ever. And now they had McDonald's. And for the next 15 years, things went pretty well. But then 2008. The stock market is now down 21%. The global financial meltdown comes to Iceland. The government in this teetering on the edge of bankruptcy. In the last three weeks, Iceland has nationalized three top banks. Its currencies. Iceland's banks have debts that add up to much more than the country's entire economy. The government had to rush in to take over many of those banks and ask Russia for Iceland was devastated by the crash. One by one, Every single national bank failed. People's life savings evaporated. The national currency, the krona, lost half its value. Because of that, and the price of imported ingredients, the price of a Big Mac shot up to $6.36. That's more than $8 in today's money. And at the time, it made it the most expensive Big Mac in the entire world. It became more and more expensive for McDonald's to operate. Until it simply couldn't anymore. On Halloween of 2009, all three Icelandic McDonald's closed for good. I asked people, you know, what they felt about the closing of McDonald's. And it was really kind of interesting because many people, they said, you know, kind of excusing themselves. I don't really like McDonald's hamburgers that much, but it was still so shocking. You know, people saying it really felt like we were nobody anymore. We were just not part of, you know, the modern world. And then, of course, when international media also takes this theme up, you know, comparing Iceland to poor and war-torn countries, it adds like an extra layer of humiliation. And that was it. No more Happy Meals. 
No more chicken nuggets and no more Big Macs. Or so we thought. Three years after McDonald's closed its doors, Jotter Smarasen was getting ready to move from Reykjavik to Denmark. And I was cleaning out my garage. And you know, like it is when, when you, you know, clean out your garages, you find all sorts of stuff. And uh, uh, I remember I found my rollerblades and uh, I noticed that a mouse had chewed on them. So they were damaged. And then I found this bag. The bag was a McDonald's bag. Back on that fateful day, in 2009, Jotter had stood in line at the last McDonald's location in Reykjavik, waiting to buy a Big Mac. He had two reasons, and neither of them had to do with being hungry. First, the burger was a memento of this strange, surreal time in Iceland. And second, he'd heard a rumor that McDonald's burgers don't rot. This three-year-old burger and fries, sitting on a long-forgotten shelf in Jotter's garage, was the last Big Mac in Iceland. I was a bit scared to, to see what was inside and didn't really know what to expect. So I opened the bag, I take up the paper box, and what I see inside is a burger that looks like I bought it just 15 minutes ago. You know, if I wouldn't have known better, I would have taken a bite. Just for fairness, in 2020, McDonald's put out a statement that their burgers seem like they don't decompose, and that is due to a lack of moisture and not some sort of nefarious preservatives. So there's that. And then I was, of course, I had a bit of a dilemma because uh, I, I didn't think it made sense to take it to Denmark. But I w- didn't want to throw it out either because this was like a, a historical artifact. I mean, this was the last McDonald's and it was a souvenir from a time that was gone. So I asked myself, well, what do you do with a historical artifact? And of course, I called the National Museum. And for a year, that's where the burger sat, on display at the National Museum of Iceland, until an expert from Denmark showed up to evaluate the museum's artifacts. And sadly, the Big Mac didn't pass muster. So the museum called Jotter and asked if he wanted his burger back. Which I absolutely did. Jotter found the burger a new home, this time at a local hostel. And here is where Alexandra and the burger cross paths on that snowy night back in 2017. At first, McDonald's was this symbol of Iceland's emerging prosperity. Then its absence became a symbol for the country's rapid decline. But 14 years after the financial collapse, Iceland is well on the mend. In the last decade, unemployment has been at an all-time low, The economy's on the upswing, and tourism has absolutely boomed. Iceland is back on its feet, but they still don't have McDonald's. So what does that mean? These days, all the buildings that used to be McDonald's have now reopened as a local Icelandic burger chain called Metro. And it's really a very normal fast food place. A fast food place where you can get chicken, fries, and yes, of course, you can get burgers. Their equivalent of the Big Mac is called the Heimsburgari, which translates to world burger, but also in Icelandic that translates to cosmopolitan. And I thought that was funny because it still shows like the burger is 
it's global. Like it's the world burger. So even though it's not McDonald's anymore, it's still a symbol of, of inclusion in a larger international community where people eat burgers. <laughs> Meanwhile, through it all, the last Big Mac sits stoically under glass, getting a little drier, a little harder, but somehow not any moldier. The burger and fries are now 12 years old. And Alexandra says it honestly still looks pretty good. It it looks great. Looks great for its age. (laughs) It looks so good, in fact, that more than a few fries have gone missing over the years. And I am loving it. You can still see the last Big Mac in Iceland. But it's since moved locations. It's no longer on display at the hostel where Alexandra saw it. The burger now resides at a different hostel called the Snotra Hostel in southern Iceland. If you go, please take a picture. Send it to us. We would love to know how the burger's looking. If you want to learn more about the last Big Mac in Iceland, Alexandra wrote a very entertaining article all about it, which you can find at atlasobscura.com. There is a link in the episode description. This episode was produced by Johanna Mayer. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. The production team includes Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Willis Ryder Arnold, Sarah Wyman, Manolo Morales, Gianna Palmer, Tracy Samuelson, John Delore, Peter Clowney. Our technical director is Casey Holford. And this episode was sound designed by Chris Naka and mixed by Luce Fleming. And our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I will see you next time. Witness Docs from Stitcher. The world isn't wide enough for those with an insatiable desire for discovery. The all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus Hybrid SUV offers the power and freedom to explore further and deeper than ever before. Intuitive, smart features ensure that you're always connected to the road ahead. Inside, a thoughtfully designed cabin immerses you in a universe that is all your own. The larger-than-life panoramic display spans the entire width of the cabin. It's customizable and interactive. Drivers can even personalize their backgrounds with a series of nature-inspired themes. This vehicle signals the arrival of an exciting new chapter for Lincoln. Discover more about the 2024 Lincoln Nautilus at Lincoln.com. There's a moment you realize you're ready for what's next in your career. Maybe it's when you're trying a new scone recipe and think, I could open a cafe. Or maybe you're helping a coworker and say, I could teach a course on this. Whatever your moment is, it's never too early to plan for a career that lives longer. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. For skills training, resume tips, and job listings, visit aarp.org work.